What, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Top of the List, another Rick and Morty review uh, with your hosts, RB and Dom. What's up, guys? Uh, this week, we'll be reviewing the third episode of season five, Rick and Morty, A Rick Convenient Mort. That's this week's episode? Yes, that's this week's episode. How is it related to what happened? Uh, because there's a planetary character. It's about saving the Earth. An Inconvenient Truth is Al Gore's documentary about global warming. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. This is why Ryan's here. He knows <laughs> He knows all the answers. Yeah. He, he's a master. No, so a lot of the Rick and Morty titles are over my head. I just, yeah. I caught on to this one. I'm very familiar with Al Gore's An Inconvenient Truth. Okay. All right, but yes, um, an episode featuring some new characters, including Planetina, as you can see on the screen, amongst others. Yes. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode. Um, really thought it recovered nicely from last week's episode, which I did not like too much. You preferred last week's episode compared to how I, what I felt towards it. But how do you feel about this episode, especially coming off of how you felt about last week's episode? So I think I think we're going to kind of agree here. Okay. I think we're going to give it a different score. Okay. But I think we're going to agree here because, like um, – you really enjoyed the premiere. I did. thought it was amazing. I did. I thought it was, you know, about great. Yeah. And yeah. um, and then I thought episode two was amazing, and you thought it was fine. Yeah, it was all right. And then I think on this one, I feel bad. Uh, I'd say probably about even with the premiere. Okay. Okay. And then I think you probably like this one just as much as the premiere. I may even get the give this one. In fact, I think I will a slight edge over okay. the premiere. Um, so my score for this one is going to be a nine out of 10. I'm pretty sure I gave the premiere an eight and a half out of 10. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I think somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. So this is a nine out of 10 for me. To me, this is an amazing episode because it gave me everything I was looking for on a Rick and Morty episode. It had me laughing at many points. I found it very funny. Yeah. There were times where both of us were <laughs> cheering, you know, rooting for our characters, which means we were definitely, uh, you know, into the storyline. And then at the very end, I think it, it made us both yeah. feel something. We, we got 100%. an emo we had an emotional connection here. Um, and I think that's all you can ask uh, for uh, sort of an adult humor cartoon to give those big three things. I mean, yeah. most of them do not. So that's yeah. why I give this episode a nine out of 10. Definitely not one of the greatest episodes of television, but still an amazing episode. So nine out of yeah. 10 for me. Fantastic episode of Rick and Morty in your book. Yes. Absolutely. I think this was a great episode. I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Okay. Just like I gave the premiere yeah. an 8 out of 10. I thought it was great. It doesn't deserve anything lower than that because, like you said, Ryan, it was really entertaining. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, everything that happens with Morty and Planetina um, is directly concerning what my biggest problem with that one part of season four was. Mm -hmm. And if you guys watched our really long Rick and Morty <laughs> review of made season, it to the season four part. Yeah. If you made it yeah. to the season four part, then you'll know that the beginning of season four, the first half, mm -hmm. um, I was really disappointed with the show. I think you were as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, my biggest gripe was how they really sidelined Morty in the beginning of season four. And I'm loving how Morty is the focus of this episode and we get a lot of character development with Morty. And I think that this was a very strong Morty centered episode. Absolutely. Um, but not to discredit, uh, you know, the Rick and Summer storyline as well, which was purely for comedic purpose in my book. And yeah, I think that's typically how these uh, episodes go. You'll yeah. have one very serious storyline and one that's there to break it up with comic relief and yes. you cut back and forth. Uh, and I, I did enjoy Mm -hmm. uh, Rick and Summer's storyline as well. I love Rick and Summer adventures. They're, they're yeah. uh, one of my favorites uh, when we get to see Rick and Summer because she's not Morty. She's very different from Morty. And uh, I enjoy 
<laughs> I um, pulled the nose hair out right now. That was so gross. Uh, oh my god. All all candid here, uncut, just in the lives of Arby and Dom. Um, but yeah, I'm finishing up my point here. Yeah. I just I, I love Rick and Summer Adventures, and I think this was another really enjoyable one because Summer's such a train wreck, and Rick's yeah. a train wreck, which is yeah. really great. Morty always tries to get his life on board. Summer sort of thrives in being a train wreck, which is you know even though it's Rick and Morty, what mm-hmm. sort of more relates to Rick's character? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and. Um... I, I think, yeah, but before we go into specific details yep. of what happens in the episode, yeah. So I'm going to give it an eight. You're going to give it a nine. Yep. And that is our review of Rick and Morty this week. Uh, let's talk spoilers now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So big, big moments in this episode. Uh, let's continue on with our Rick and Summer thing. Yeah. Um, well, the episode starts really. It's it's going to be a Rick and Morty yeah. going to this, what's called, what are they calling it? An apocalypse blowout where yeah. they have three different planets that all know they're coming to their end. And they get t-shirts. And they get t-shirts and they're going to go celebrate because there's one that's getting sucked into a black hole, one's going to hit by an asteroid, and one sun is going to burn them alive. So they're all having parties. And Rick and uh, Morty are going to go to these events, but Morty bumps into Planetina. Mm -hmm. And as far as the t-shirts are concerned... I don't know if you noticed, but it was really funny when uh, Rick decides to take Summer instead. Yes, the and he drawing. changes the Rick and Summer, and he draws a ponytail, and the boobs on Morty. Yes, yes. Oh, I that was funny. That. But um, back to the beginning of this yeah. episode, we meet Planetina, who, um, as Rick says, needs another uh, dialogue pass yeah. <laughs> because her dialogue is really cliche and everything, yeah. and, and it rhymes for some reason. Well, definitely a play on like the '80s or '90s cartoons, like Captain Planet, Captain and, you Planet, know, talking yeah. about saving the environment and they even play on that when they introduce planetina and show the old dated like vhs yeah. trailer footage like she's an old movie character yeah yeah or old cartoon character and we see uh planetina face off against one of the funniest parts of the episode uh diesel weasel yes, diesel weasel <laughs> <laughs> uh, slime you next time into the sewer yeah that's great no i had once again you know first part of this episode very funny yeah yeah, yeah, between the introduction of Planetina. <laughs> and not to mention the, the you and me moment where <laughs> there's acid rain pouring on Morty yeah. and Rick says, and Morty keeps pulling the handle to the UFO. Oh, birds, my skin's on fire. Morty, <laughs> stop pulling on it so I can open it up. <laughs> Something I, yeah. I always do to yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. So, um, and then of course we have the romance of Planetina and Morty. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about this. I think we were both cheering for Morty. Yeah. Morty, for lack of a better term, in this episode, grows a pair. Yeah. With everyone starting with you know pronounce uh, pronouncing his love, I guess. Yeah. To mm-hmm. uh, proclaiming his love to uh, Planetina, mm-hmm. and then when people tell him they can't be together, he stands up for himself. This is a Beth. really big. Yeah. Beth. First Beth, and then uh, you know Planetina's kids yeah and, kids yeah kids quote unquote the ones who manifest her combine yeah. the four elements <laughs> um but yeah this is an awesome awesome episode for morty we see first in the premiere him standing up for himself and shooting his shot with uh help me out here jessica jessica yeah and now with planetina i love the development of morty in this season so far i mean he goes off in this episode on his mom when he goes, you know i've met hundreds of people i've been all over the galaxy i've saved the world i've saved all of I mean, that was a really big step yeah. for Morty and yeah. for Morty to acknowledge that too. I know you're really big yes. on the continuity of this show. And this is definitely one that keeps the continuity of Morty growing wiser. And I, ho- I hope they keep it going. Yeah, I-, I hope they keep this theme of, you know, the premiere definitely picked up on it. Um, episode two was kind of its own thing, mm-hmm. but the premiere was about Morty's romantic relationship. This one is about a romantic relationship with Morty. 
I wonder, are we building towards something? Are we going to keep continuing to see this theme pop up throughout the course of the season five? Yeah. And if they do, I'd be really happy to see it. Yeah. So um, maybe well, Morty will find the one in, I, in this I, season. I think I want to, before we talk about Rick and yeah. Summer's storyline, I think we should talk about just Morty's storyline yeah. here. So let's focus on this because, you know, Morty falls in love with Planetina. Mm-hmm. He's being kept apart from them, being held down, you know, yes. tells off his mom, yeah. you know, goes out and quite literally murders yeah. the her kids who are keeping uh, yeah the four four kids um from different ethnicities yeah, yes that manifest from from the four major ethnicities yes, is what it was and they're about to sell planetina um he gets rid of all of them so they can be together stands yeah. up for himself and then brutally kills them yeah yeah and then planetina goes a little bit crazy goes a little eco-terrorist on us and she starts it starts off so nice with them playing a board game and yeah. another great they, they're doing yeah. they're hitting the nail on the head with jerry this yeah. season just jerry completely <laughs> focusing on everything that's happening in the board game <laughs> and don't, oblivious don't punch my gut <laughs> <laughs> jerry yes. uh, uh, yeah. but um yeah and they go off on their own together yeah. and it seems that you know planetina kind of goes off the handle and morty has to it's a rude awakening that, you know, this girl is not all she sees. This is another huge character development yeah. and maturity and growth for Morty mm-hmm. because it's not the girl saying, wow, you're a loser, Morty. I'm done with you. Morty breaks up with Planetina despite, yeah. you know, essentially falling in love, falling in teenage mm-hmm. love with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a big moment for, uh, for Morty to do that because that's very out of character from the Morty we've grown to see in season one through four, where he's just so focused on no matter what a terrible person Jessica is to get Jessica's attention. So this is, this is big for Morty as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And it ends on a very sad note, like you said. And I think that was the strongest part of this episode. You know, if you guys don't know from our Rick and Morty episode, uh, Ryan's favorite Rick and Morty episode, the season two finale, right? And that's one of the saddest endings to oh, yeah. the, a Rick and Morty episode ever. And I think this one kind of had a similar vibe to it. Yeah. And I think that's why you really appreciated Absolutely. it. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. And I appreciated that too. But that also brings me over to um, one of the negatives I have with this episode. Okay. Um, I love everything that happened with Morty, but I wish it was just about Morty. And I, I you know, <laughs> I know we were just talking cool. about the Rick and Summer storyline. Wasn't necessary to me. It's Rick and Morty, and yeah. they they need storylines just like you know we need to see Beth and Jerry and Summer in every episode. I mean, yeah. they're our main characters, and I think that's the bread and butter of mm-hmm. what Justin Roiland and uh, Matt Harmon, uh, Dan Harmon, Dan Harmon. Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, that's the bread and butter, and I'm you know like I said, I'm glad for it. I thought there were some yeah. really funny moments. Yeah, with uh, with Rick especially, and uh, I just thought hello. it was gross. <laughs> okay the hello is funny the hello is funny yeah. yes yeah yeah that was very uh, hilarious yes. but I, I don't know man i think at, at some point it was just kind of gross and vile <laughs> and i know that you you're more um like you enjoy that a little more than i do for me i'm a little weak weaker on that part like i don't know i don't <laughs> the, like it the elbow boobs. oh my god dude i was oh, like what the man, heck is going was, on that's funny i'm trying to I'm, I'm fairly certain the alien the hello alien um, I'm fairly certain she was voiced by Jennifer Coolidge, who's one of my favorites. Okay. Um, 
if you've ever seen uh, American Pie, she's yeah. uh, Steve Stifler's mom. Okay. Um, the Emoji Movie, she plays the Met Emoji's mother. The Emoji Movie. Yes. Wow, what a deep cut there. Yes. I've never seen oh, it. Oh, I love the Emoji Movie. She was in uh, Legally Blonde <laughs> is one of her biggest roles. She plays Bend yeah. and Snap. She's she's awesome in everything. And I immediately recognize the voice. And it's, it's funny because it's almost in character for her, yeah. the character she plays. Yeah. And I just, I loved it. I thought it was funny. I loved it all the different planets and how they were, you know, sort of celebrating, you know, it's funny that, you know, everyone goes to just extreme sexuality <laughs> when the world's ending. And that, that leads to our post-credit scene too. Yeah. I was yeah. a little underwhelmed with the post-credit scene. Oh, it's just it was, a one-off laugh. I would have much rather it involved Planetina. Yeah. I think you feel the same way. Yes. But it was really funny. She, son and father bump into each other at the, they're in the bakery. He goes, Oh, mom in the back. And he goes something like, yeah, she's not feeling well. And he goes, do you think it's because we she saw us having sex together or something <laughs> like that. Oh I don't know. God. It's it's dark and messed up and funny. And that's just what we've come to expect from this. It's just gross. Yeah. I don't know. It's just gross. It's the same reason why I didn't like the, um, a few of the other episodes, like the one where Rick is in love with a planet and stuff like that. That I don't one's know. funny. Or the, the, I think the other one that you didn't like that had some, some weird scenes were like the face huggers episode. Yeah. Pro, pro Mortius. Yeah. yeah there was, are some yeah. other ones out there that just went too far into the grossness. Uh, I don't know, I but it. it's whatever. I know you yeah. love it. That's where I differ. That's why I didn't give it as high of a score. Okay. And yeah, but um, I do have to say, I, I kind of like, it hurts because you know there's a there's a chance for a really great moment between rick and summer here at the end and we get it almost you know where summer basically says you know i love you grandpa and then rick says yeah don't ruin this but that's that's what we've come to see that's that's the most we're gonna get from rick i know but it just disappoints me for some reason i want rick to eventually just become like a better version what is the greatest most loved scene between rick and summer it's season one with uh, Mr. Needful, where they go back and they're beating everyone up. There's no exchange of words there. They take a bunch of steroids and get jacked and beat up terrible people. That's their that's, dynamic. That's their their love. That's their relationship. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just want Rick to improve in some way. And you know what? I think that's why the um, Toxic Rick episode, yeah, mm-hmm. Toxic Rick and Morty episode, yeah. Yeah, that's why it was such a thought provoking episode, because we got a glimpse of what it could be. And yeah. that's what's so painful about the show is we're never going to get that. Right. And because Rick has so much toxicity in him. Yeah. yeah. And um, man, yeah, that was a great one, too. But uh, <laughs> they're all great as far as uh, I'm concerned. Yeah, they're all, there's I, been very few ones. I was yeah, disappointed and even with. even the ones we're disappointed with. We look yeah. back on fondly. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So um, eight, eight for me, nine for you, RB. Yep. And that's it for this week's episode of Top of the List as I get a couple text messages. Yep. Yep. So. Oh, we'll, shit. Yep. Our decoys. That was our decoy, just okay. like last week. Okay, yeah. <laughs> for anyone who did really enjoy the uh, second episode of this season, that one was for you guys. I uh, love. I <laughs> happening again. I love. I love that episode. Yeah. So um, we'll be back uh, to bring you our our Loki weekly reviews on yes. Wednesday or Thursday, uh, yep. depending on when we get around to watching it. We also have our Hitman's Bodyguard and Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard two part review that will be coming at you with uh, coming at you guys with um but otherwise yeah we'll keep it going be sure to like follow subscribe uh for those of you listening on any of our podcast services please leave us a five-star review and uh we'll see you guys later this week for uh loki review later see you later guys